The shepherds received a message of joy. This reading is from Luke chapter 2, verses 7 to 15. And she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you all. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those on whom his favour rests. When the angel had left to them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. Good morning, Fitzroy. I uh, hope I look as if I'm relaxed because I really am today because Paul and our amazing young people are going to be taking the service this morning and I'm going to be handing over uh, to... Uh, well, we will hand over to Theo in just a moment or two. Um, but I want to just share a few things before that. I want to say that we have two more Christmas uh, goes at sharing this great news of the Nativity coming up, obviously, next Sunday morning. And then on Christmas Day, we have some amazing songs in preparation for that. I think you're going to really enjoy them. And uh, please uh, invite your friends to hook on online and to watch those share, retweet, do whatever you do to um, spread the, the online services uh, elsewhere. Um, no gatherings this Christmas session took that decision on Thursday night. We feel that anybody caught up in any scenario over the next two weeks may be in isolation over Christmas and we don't want you to be eating your turkey uh, in, in the bath or not being able to see anybody in your in your triple bubble. Uh, we do want to get back to gatherings at some point. Uh, we'll see what happens in January um, after the Christmas festivities. Uh, if things are opened up again and uh, we're in the right place, then we will look to uh, different ways that we can maybe uh, connect on a one-to-one -one basis, etc., etc. Thanks for bearing with us and all of that. Now, I'm aware that Christmas is coming down the road and that you're an incredibly generous congregation. And I'm aware that even after last week, um, seeing in that community carol service some of the work at Home Plus, uh, Mornington, Women's Aid, that you may want to give to some of those. So the best way to do that, um, you could obviously go straight to those organisations, but we will give you an opportunity to do that through Fitzroy. If you send uh, that money uh, to Flo and tell Flo um, that it's going into our neighbourhood outreach account, then we will see that that's uh, shared. Um, sometimes those different organisations have different needs and sometimes when we have our little pot we can uh, we can respond quickly to some of those needs that those organisations have in the neighbourhood so if you want to give it generally that would be great if you want to give it specifically uh, please tell Flo when you're giving the money what it's specifically to we call that the neighbourhood fund there's obviously other things this year we haven't been able to give to Tear Fund or Christian Aid and our overseas mission work has um, uh, funds have been hit. So if you want to give overseas, 
then send that to Flo and tell her that's for our overseas uh, mission work. And uh, we again will make sure that gets to the places uh, that needs it the most. Just a couple other things you might be interested in giving this year to uh, Fields of Life, which were very uh, closely uh, identified with here in Fitzroy. And if you do, then can I plug this? What a gift this is. This is um, what your minister does when he's on sabbatical. A couple of years ago, I took a sabbatical. I thank you for the opportunity to do that. I went to Uganda. I traveled with Trevor Stevenson for one trip. I traveled with the family for another trip and wrote for most of that second trip. And this is the book that resulted uh, from Killing Fields to the Fields of Life. Uh, tells the story of Trevor and the start of Fields of Life. Uh, it's only £10 and obviously any profits, and I think it'll probably be most of what you pay for the £10 will go to uh, some of the work that are all of the work that Fields of Life are doing um, in East Africa, whether that's to uh, water projects, whether it's to the new vocational college, training college or the school's work or whatever. So this is a great way to not only get yourself the opportunity to give to something this Christmas, but to buy some for friends. Uh, there's a lot in this about mission work. There's a lot about East Africa in this. There's cultural stuff. There's uh, For just one year in 2010, um, there's a terrorist taking off a plane Trevor's on. There's a, He's in a crash landing and a flight out of Entebbe. He's isolated with suspected Ebola and a bomb goes off uh, at uh, the World Cup final in a rugby stadium. And in fact, our own... Uh, Claire Nickel was uh, in that uh, scene of or in that stadium that night and that's all just one year in this book. He, uh, uh, President Mary McAleese who endorses the book uh, comes and opens one of the schools and by mistake they invite the President of Burundi to a state visit to Northern Ireland. It's all in here and it's wonderful and on the bottom of it is uh, the hand of God in one life that's prepared to, next, to take the next step of discipleship. Ten pounds. You can get it online um, from Fields of Life. You can order it there online. Or I have a few boxes in the hall here. And if you want to drop by with a tenner, I'm very happy to give you it. I'm very happy to give you five for all your best friends at uh, this Christmas time. A way to buy something good that is good for something. Uh, it's not the only work overseas that we're very, very uh, involved in. And of course, Christine Burnett has Safara that does amazing work in India. And there's always something coming up at Christmas that Christine wants to share with us. And so before Theo takes over and into the service this morning with Paul and the young people, Christine's going to come and share something with you about Safara. Do not be afraid. These words spoken to Mary 2,000 years ago still resonate with us today. Has there ever been a time where we have faced more fear and trouble? We need to hear these words of reassurance and freedom from fear ourselves. And we need to bring this message to the world around us. As leader of Safara, I've been working alongside Indian charities for over 20 years, and I've never known a time of more fear. Working with impoverished and vulnerable children, and especially girls. Imagine you are Artie, 13 years old, being told by your parents that you're getting married. You're moved to a village you've never been to before and have to live with a man that you've never met before. Or Sunita, 
15 years old, being told that she is to go to be a maid in a big city. But when she gets there, her future is much darker than she had thought possible. COVID-19 has impacted these communities so much. And Safara Girls Champions Programme is bringing a message of hope to vulnerable girls, teaching them that they are loved by God. They are of value and worth. Girls like, like Harshita and her family learn that she matters too. And I'm going to hand you over to her so that she can speak for herself. Hello everybody, my name is Harshita, I'm in Snehadun Academy and I'm in 10th Standard. Like we all talk about girls empowerment, women empowerment, equality between girls and boys. But do we all follow that in our lives? No, maybe some but not everybody does it. Still there is inequality between girls and boys. Girls are not treated as the boys are treated. Everybody must be treated equally. Everybody should have a right to be treated equally. Not just the girls and boys, everybody have the right to be treated equally. This Christmas, we can offer hope and freedom from fear to girls like Arti and Sunita. In the midst of COVID and the huge increase in child trafficking and in child marriage. Trafficking has increased by a staggering 600% in the past few months where we are working. Every Christmas, Fitzroy folk are so generous in supporting us through Safara Christmas gifts. And this year, our focus is on these girls. For just £25, you can help keep a girl free from trafficking. We'll send you a beautiful card, which you can give to a loved one. A present that literally is saving a life. So go to the link or get in touch with me. Thank you. Hello and welcome to the service on the third Sunday of Advent. Whether you're watching in the morning, afternoon or evening, here in Belfast or across the world, we're delighted to have you join with us this morning. I'm Theo Fitch and this service is going to be slightly different as our wonderful youth will be leading us, so I do hope you enjoy. I'm going to start with a call to worship, then move into a prayer to lead us into today's worship. I urge then, first of all, that petitions, prayers, intercession and thanksgiving may be made for all people, for kings and all those in authority, that we, be, that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. This is good and pleases God our Saviour, who wants all people to be saved and come to a knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and mankind, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself as a ransom for all people. That was from 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 1-6. to Let us pray. Dear Lord, on this third Sunday of Advent, we pray for your followers around the world today. Whether they are facing daily persecution or watching this service in the comfort of their own home, remember that you sent your Son to save us all. We pray for world leaders today, that you would open their hearts to your word, so that we may live in peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness, no longer living in fear of persecution. Amen.
hope you're having a good December and are excited for Christmas. This reading is from Luke chapter 1, verses 5 to 13. In the time of Herod, king of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah who belonged to the priestly division of Abijah. His wife Elizabeth was also a descendant of Aaron. Both of them were righteous in the sight of God, observing all the Lord's commands and decrees blamelessly. But they were childless because Elizabeth was not able to conceive, and they were both very old. Once Zechariah's division was on duty and he was serving as priest before God, he was chosen by lot according to custom of the priesthood to go into the temple of the Lord and burn incense. And when the time for the burning of incense came, all the assembled worshippers were praying outside. Then an angel of the Lord appeared to him standing at the right side of the altar of incense. When Zechariah saw him, he was startled and was gripped with fear. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah. Your prayer has been heard. Your wife, Elizabeth, will bury a son, and you are to call him John. The reading is taken from Luke chapter 2, verses 8 to 20, and there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around him, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Not alone, and he 
Dear Lord, I feel concerned right now. I am frightened, for there are so many sick people in hospitals, unable to receive a visit from their families. There are so many loved ones in nursing homes who will not hold their grandchild's hand this Christmas. I worry about the doctors and nurses who have spent most of this year caring and loving their patients and are physically and emotionally drained. I worry for those in the streets that need to feel our love and solidarity. I cannot stop thinking about pupils in schools who don't, do not know whether they will face exams or not and whether they will get to university. And I fear for my friends who have become more withdrawn during COVID-19. I worry that they need to heal and know that normality will return. And the Lord answers, Do not be afraid, my child, for I have parted the seas and I have shut the lion's mouth. Do not be afraid, my child, for I have calmed the raging storm and slide the mighty Goliath. Do not be afraid, for I have healed the sick and have fed the hungry. Do not be afraid, for I am your mighty God, who has dominion over all the world. I see you. I am here. I stand beside these nurses and the doctors as they go about my business. I hear the frightened and the lonely thoughts of those who crave their family, and I will save their soul. I will be the absent family. And I will sit beside the child who feels so disconnected with the world and whisper, hold on, this will pass. I will never leave you. I am the God who is there at the beginning and the God who is there for all eternity. 
Speak to me. I will listen. I'm here. Amen.
everyone. My name is Paul and I lead the youth ministry here at Fitzroy. We're delighted that you've joined us today. Whoever you are, wherever you're watching this online service from, we hope that it is an encouragement to you during this Advent season. A very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Let's hope it's a good one without any fear. So goes John Lennon's Christmas song. For a few moments this morning, I want to talk to you about Christmas and fear. Now, I've received hundreds of Christmas cards in my lifetime, but never once have any of them said, don't be afraid. I mean, could you imagine getting a Christmas card in the post and on it, it had a picture of a cute little family in front of a snowman and in big, bold, gold letters it said, don't be afraid. We don't typically associate Christmas with the emotion of fear. We think of joy and wonder perhaps some thankfulness, but but not fear. And then again, maybe there's some anxiety mixed in there, but not fear. We might worry about getting the right presents for everyone, but not fear. There might be some stress about some difficult relationships with some of the people that we might be around, but, but not fear. And then we might panic. We might panic about getting everything done in time, but still, not fear, it's Christmas. But then again, perhaps we might dread that loneliness, that flatness that we know we're going to experience once Christmas is over. But, but not fear. We want a merry Christmas and like John sang, we hope it's a good one without any fear. But if we're honest with ourselves, maybe we are afraid after all. We love Christmas. But financially, relationally, socially, and for some even spiritually, it can be a scary time. And then there's the world around us. It's a beautiful place, but it can also be a scary place. I've been thinking about some of the fears that people of all ages struggle with. We might not say them out loud, but they're still there under the surface. Things like, I'm afraid I'm not good enough. I'm afraid of embarrassment. I'm afraid of death. I'm afraid that no one will like my picture on social media. I'm afraid to fall in love. I'm afraid of being judged. I'm afraid that I'll disappoint someone. I'm afraid that I'm not pretty enough. I'm afraid of failure. I'm afraid of commitment. We're all afraid of something. And of course, the coronavirus pandemic has exacerbated these anxieties and brought new ones, like concerns about life at school, fear of family members catching the virus, job losses and the financial challenges that are facing our parents or our friends. The truth is that this Christmas, there is a lot of fear. This year has felt like a marathon, hasn't it? There's been so much stress, so much anxiety, so many obstacles that we've had to navigate. Nothing has been normal. The way that we do school, the way that we do church have changed in ways we wouldn't have imagined beforehand. We've missed big events and milestones in our lives in the hopes that we could keep each other safe and healthy. 2020 has been tough. We need new energy. We could all do with some encouragement. The exciting thing is that the message of Christmas, the hope of Christmas, all begins with the encouragement. Do not be afraid. In the story, we encounter different people, groups of people from different walks of life. And God had a message for each of them. And they all started the same way. Do not be afraid. We're going to consider a couple of them today. 
And the first person we're going to look at is a guy named Zechariah. We read part of his story earlier in our service. Zechariah was a priest. He served God every day of his life, but he was afraid. He was a loyal husband to a godly wife, but he was afraid. And in the passage that we read, we find him in the middle of a once in a lifetime honour as a priest. He was chosen out of thousands of priests to be the one to burn the evening incense within the temple that day. It would have been one of the highlights in a long and meaningful career. But he was afraid. You see, Zachariah was afraid that God was not listening to his prayers. He was afraid that the desire to be parents that he and his wife Elizabeth had would never be fulfilled. He was afraid that God had forgotten all about him. Then we read in Luke chapter 1. Then an angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing at the right side of the altar of incense. When Zechariah saw him, he was startled and was gripped with fear. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah. Your prayer has been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you are to call him John. Verse 19 tells us that the angel was Gabriel. And he tells Zechariah, Do not be afraid. You see, the thing that Zechariah was afraid would never happen was about to happen. He was going to be a dad. And his son would be known as John the Baptizer. And one day, John would let everyone know that Jesus had come into the world. John was going to have one of the most powerful and most important ministries the world had ever seen. Do not be afraid, Gabriel said. Zechariah was afraid that God wasn't answering his prayers. But that day he learned that God had something far better prepared for him and his son than he could ever have imagined. I love the story of Zechariah and Elizabeth. Because in this story, we see the God of history designing the times and weaving the past and the future together. There's a clue even in Zechariah's name, for the name itself means Yahweh remembers. God is remembering his people and God is remembering his most ancient promises. And this is signified in the circumstances of Zechariah and Elizabeth because they take us back to another childless couple. Another couple much too old to have a baby. Another couple for whom the very idea seems ridiculous. Abraham and Sarah. To them God made a promise in Genesis chapter 12 verse 3. In you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Abraham and Sarah introduced a fresh covenant between God and the earth. And here now, Zechariah and Elizabeth introduce a final covenant of grace. I love what the Lutheran pastor and author Walter Wengeren says about this. The lines between them run unbroken for no other reason than that the love of God did not break against human sin. God is remembering his promises and God is keeping them. Part of the Christmas story is realizing that we don't need to be afraid of things aren't turning out the way that we thought or hoped or prayed that they would. Because God may be laying the groundwork for something even greater. God is the God who remembers. God is the God who keeps his promises. He will never break his promises. They will be fulfilled on his terms, by his methods, in his time. We can trust him. The last do not be afraid of Christmas was to a group of people who didn't get included in many stories. They were not faithful priests. They weren't innocent girls or righteous carpenters. 
They were shepherds. And if you think about the Christmas story, Caesar Augustus had called for a census. Everyone had to go back to the town that their families were from. But the shepherds, they just stayed where they were out in the fields. They were kind of an afterthought. The rest of society had to take part in the census. But it seems like these guys weren't even important enough to go and be counted. They didn't seem to matter to the Roman government or the Jewish officials. But that didn't mean that they didn't matter to God. We read their story in Luke chapter 2. The angel tells them the exact same thing that Zechariah, Aunt Mary and Joseph are told. Do not be afraid. These guys were overlooked and forgotten about by everyone, but they were not overlooked. They were not forgotten about by God. Verse 11 is wonderful. The ESV says it like this. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a saviour who is Christ the Lord. I love that. For unto you. It's not for unto the worthy or unto the priests or unto the important people or the influential people or the powerful people. It was for unto you, the shepherds, the guys who feel forgotten, unloved, unnoticed. You are the ones that Jesus is born for. Part of the story of Christmas is realizing that we don't need to be afraid of whether or not you matter to God because you do. The original season's greeting was do not be afraid. So much of the Christmas story revolves around God letting his people know that they do not need to be afraid. And it's something we see repeated again and again throughout the life and ministry of Jesus. We don't need to be afraid of God abandoning us or not answering our prayers. Because maybe he's working on something bigger than our prayers or plans ever imagined. We don't need to be afraid of whether or not we matter to God. Because the birth of Jesus is evidence that we all matter to God very much. These strange, humble beginnings to the life of Jesus loudly declare your significance and worth to God. Again and again in the Christmas story, we're reminded, do not be afraid. Now, it's not about becoming superhuman or fearless. That's not what I'm saying at all. Those fears, those anxieties are very real indeed. But as we respond to them, we have even more than our own inner strength to rely on. We have Jesus. We have the God who is here and very near. We have the God who remembers. We have the God who fills our fears with his presence so we can fear less. A very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Let's hope it's a good one. Do not be afraid.
I would like to say a word of thanks to everyone behind the scenes who has made today's online service possible. And to everyone who has contributed to this service, thank you so, so much. Please know that we love you and we don't take you or your gifts for granted. As we close out our service, I'd like to thank you for joining us from wherever you are today. We might not be able to go and enjoy a tea and coffee together, but please do take that time to send a message or call someone you might not have seen in a while. Let's finish with a benediction. Beloved children of God, do not be afraid to celebrate the presence of Christ this week, for the true gifts we receive are from the Holy Spirit. Go out and bear Jesus' promise into the world that we are saved from our sins. Go out in the strength of Emmanuel, for God is with you. Go out in the grace of God Almighty. For the Holy Spirit is upon you. Go out filled with the love of the Holy Spirit, for Emmanuel will be born among us again soon. Amen. Don't be afraid, Fitzroy. Merry Christmas. Do not be afraid, Fitzroy. And Merry Christmas. Don't be afraid, Fitzroy. Merry Christmas. Do not be afraid, Fitzroy. Merry Christmas. Don't be afraid, Fitzroy. Merry Christmas. Are you troubled by strange noises in the middle of the night? Do you experience feelings of dread in your basement or attic? If the answer is yes, don't wait another minute. Pick up the phone and call the professionals. Phone 555-FITZROY. We're ready to believe you. Don't be afraid, Fitzroy. Merry Christmas. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her King. Let every heart prepare Him room. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and heaven and nature sing.